Hi everyone, I'm Natalie Castillo. Welcome to my first episode of Fearless Biblical Femininity. This podcast episode will cover what is biblical femininity and will feature Summer Rose as a guest. We will talk about what the Bible has to say, what biblical femininity is, and what are the attributes of a godly woman. Thank you, Summer, for taking the time to be my guest my first episode. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Thank you. It's going to be. We'll just dive right in into the topic. So to you, Summer, what is biblical femininity when you hear that question? Uh, biblical femininity. Um, it, it's a process of thinking. It's a, um, but like when I think about women, like we're, we live in an age of social media and you know we have influencers and trends and we just seek to like fit in but you know one thing about being a godly woman is to stand out and to not necessarily follow certain trends of this world and you know a big part of that is to know that a godly woman seeks satisfaction from the lord she doesn't seek it from you know social media or other men and women so she she really just holds you know the opinions and what god says that who she is to be that is true Mm -hmm. you know that we should like derive like our our entire identity it's easier said than done but to entirely base our foundation of who we are off god's word Mm -hmm. and not you know what the world says that we should be or what the mainstream media says who we should be and how we should look like. Um, especially the mainstream media really has a tendency to target women of trying to mold them into what we should be when it's the entire opposite of what God has created us um, to be in his creation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I wanted to add is to you like how would you like define like a proverbs 31 woman well there's like a lot of like characteristics to a proverbs 31 woman um i mean starting like verse 10 through to 31 like just talks about her being a like entrepreneur uh she's like a businesswoman. she she sees the land and she buys it she has you know workers you know she's just she moves along in um in her space and like it's a space of being you know having creativity like she she does what she she does like you bring her something she's gonna make something beautiful out of it that's um you know that's like a the definition of a godly woman but proverbs 31 just really explains like in deep not detail detail but like you know some of like the great characteristics of you know what type of woman a man should marry, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also um, in Proverbs 31, it also says that a characteristic or like an attribute of a godly woman is faith. It's her faith. So like it is a woman's faith in relationship with Christ that makes her a virtuous woman. So be- um, becoming a Proverbs 31 woman is impossible without faith because as it says in the word, without um faith it is impossible to please god and we are told that a proverb 31 woman fears the lord and that she will be praised 
and overall, her faith is like reflected in her character in daily life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Proverbs 31, verse 26, it says, She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. And Proverbs 31, verses 29 through 31 says, Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceiving, and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Mm-hmm. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. I think that those two verses, they really highlight what a godly woman is. You know how, like, um, it says in the word that life and death is on the tongue, so a godly woman, you know, like, she speaks life, yeah. you know, like, to other people, and she's not saying stuff, you know, that is foolish or that's going to be tearing other people down. Yeah, um, I kind of want to add a little bit to that, what you said about, like, the power of there's life and death in the power of the tongue. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, the there's a Bible verse that talks about, like, listen to your father's instruction and, like, your mother's, you know that um, verse? I remember that verse. It goes something, I forgot the exact, like, um, line of what it is, but it goes something along the line. Yeah, it's like, the father tells you what, you know the instruction but the mother teaches it Mm -hmm. and i really believe like a woman's words can either lift you up or tear you down like like despite gender like words can tear people down like it's really important to watch out what you say but a mother's like word is just so like it fills the heart deeply and you know like other things about a woman you know, like, she offers her hand to help, like, you know, it's, it's expected for a man to help a woman, to help a man or a woman. But when a woman does it, she, like, really does it out of the kindness of her heart. She, like, really sees you, and she just wants you to, she wants to uplift others. You know, like, women can really bring people together. Yeah. So I think, like, the feminine role of that, that the Lord has, you know, so to speak, put in the put in the DNA of us women, you know, to be nurturing mm-hmm. and loving, and it's just something that, you know, a man can do. So you know, we have like different roles, and um, basically different instincts, you know, to be nurturing, mm-hmm. um, to be loving, and um, to be more like emotional too, you know, mm-hmm. compared to men, and basically you know wanting to be continuously you know caring and really attentive um especially like within the covenant of marriage mm-hmm. and um yeah so i think when we step into our femininity it really i would say it really like changes like our walk with christ when mm-hmm. we're operating who he has des- destined us to be yeah i mean we're we're designed to be you know producers and like crafters and boss ladies but you know the first thing we are to be is to be submitted to to the lord you know and you know people it's a controversial topic about being submissive to somebody Mm -hmm. uh, to another man you know but if you think about it with family it's just it just goes aligned with the family structure you know, a man is to be the head of the household and the woman is to 
you know, go after the husband. She is, she stands behind him. He, he goes out in the world, he works and he comes back and she just creates a perfect meal. She takes care of the children. You know, she takes care of the home on the inside where he protects it on the outside. Mm -hmm. You know, that's important to know um, within the family. Um, you know, it's, it's a very controversial topic. I mean, um, we live in an age where there isn't, you know, mother and father both in the household, but it's, I feel like it's a really great conversation to keep, you know, being talked about because, you know, um, godly marriages and family, it, you know, it's, you know, it's the right order and, and it's what works, you know? Yeah, I entirely agree with that. Like the man is like the head of the household and um, us as women yeah we are called to be yeah submissive um once we're like in the covenant of marriage towards our husbands and i know that's like such a controversial topic as you said because some people when they hear that they're like oh what does that mean that we have to be like a doormat we don't have like a I mean, say like, so you know it's not like any man it's a specific man it's a golly strong man mm -hmm. it's not just this you know little sissy type guy no you gotta yeah. You gotta marry that strong man that is willing to lay his life down for you. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, definitely. A man who will love you as Christ loves the church, as as God has said. Mm -hmm. Instructed in his word and I think that you know, there's such a huge misconception about what true submission is. I think when you're like when a woman is submitting to her husband who's genuinely you know, walking with the Lord, she's also glorifying the Lord simultaneously and being submissive to Him, to God as well. And that basically, like being submissive to your husband is basically showing Him that you trust Him, that you're trusting His lead, and that you trust this, the decisions that He makes overall in the household. And I think there is such a, like, a beautiful design that's you know that's peaceful when you're like when you're following the god-ordained roles that the lord has bestowed mm -hmm. and another thing that i wanted to add that's another attribute of a godly woman is that that she serves others with love and kindness mm -hmm. and a virtuous woman serves others with a cheerful spirit so she is a willing helper and she's thoughtful toward others and she reaches out to help those like around her mm. yeah the the poor the helpless like she's there she's there like she's up in her house but she comes down to the lowest pits and she she makes sure that everybody is being helped out mm -hmm. and in proverbs 31 verse 12 it says she brings him good not harm all the days of her life and proverbs 31 verse 15 says she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. Not saying that, you know, that you literally always have to get up before dawn, but, you know, basically the gist, the gist of it is that you're, you know, you're willing and that you want to help others, your family, your friends, in any which way that you can, you know, not that you have to earn yourself out, but even in simple ways can go a long way with people showing that you care and that you love them. Mm -hmm, I totally agree with that. Which is like the essence of yeah. what being a Christian is, is showing the love of Christ. And as the word says, if they don't, if we don't have the love of God in us, you know, then we're not walking with the Lord. Mm -hmm. If we hate our brother or if we're 
um, operating in hatred. And then another verse I wanted to add to that attribute is Proverbs 31, verse 20, when it says, She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you say verse, to that summary? Ver- verse 20. Mm-hmm. Or just in general with that attribute of that she's willing to help others. I mean, you know, she's willing to help others. I believe when you fully live in your full femininity, you are a natural caregiver. Um, yes, you are You are extending your hand out to others, but it brings you joy when you do it. You don't, I mean, yeah, you'll be tired, you know, like helping out people or just doing anything in general. You get tired for a time, but when you do it, you have, like, the most amount of joy of seeing a smile on other people's face. Like, that's what brings you a smile. Um, and it also brings God a smile, and you know that, you know, when we're, we are, we as Christians, we, we live by grace, but, you know, our works is kind of like a reflection of, you know, our fruits, because, you know, when we live by the fruits of the Spirit, like, that's what people are going to see, um, through your action, through your way of living Christ-like. Yeah, I definitely do believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the true mark of who we are is reflected through our actions. Mm-hmm. And that another attribute, um, which I think is not really like that spoken about, is finances. So like we are told to be like wisely steward with like God has given us, such as like our money, um, our time, and make our temple mm-hmm. essentially who we are. And you know, we are told that a Proverbs 31 woman is careful with her finances and that like she spends her money wisely and not just blows it on stuff that is meaningless yeah i mean yeah um i totally agree with that like you know yet again you know we live in this modern world where fashion is a big thing you know dressing nice and looking nice is great but going beyond it like having the same person every color do you really need it you know yeah <laughs> like just the one like staple color you know that you yeah. know you can have it in like every outfit is great but um i mean like yeah like she's wise with her money um not just for herself but also for her household for her children for her husband like she knows but she's wise with her the shi- the decisions she makes with her purchases that will um grow her household or grow like the community around her. Yeah, it's definitely true and also for me personally coming from somebody who likes fashion a lot. Mm-hmm. I do have to be like yeah, wise with my purchases and ask myself before I buy something like am I going to use this like frequently or is it just mm-hmm. something that oh I just want to buy and then it's just going to sit there. Um in my closet in my room. So mm-hmm. if I know immediately before I buy it, oh, I can use it with this, with this, and it's going to be practical, then I think it's a wise purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think also another thing that God also calls us to, what he does call us to steward wisely is basically our temples mm-hmm. of who we are to you know, take care of ourselves and to yeah. try to be as healthy as possibly as we can. Like nobody's perfect. I think, you know, like, eating healthy and like taking care of ourselves spiritually um physically 
mm-hmm. um, emotionally and mental health, like all that combined together. And yeah, like creating, like having a community with other women of God as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, this life where we as humans are not to, meant to be alone. And, you know, being with each other, that building that community with other godly women is definitely a way into, you know, molding that feeling of loneliness in, um, you know, like creating that space of, uh, you know, just speaking out what's on your heart, what's on your mind, and just being there for each other and praying with one another. Yeah, I definitely do believe that. that's something that I also want to get more involved in is being more, uh, being around more of a community of other godly women. Mm-hmm. Which I think us as college students, it can be a bit difficult because we get like so wrapped up and so busy like on our own stuff that we have to do, and and we like kind of realize, oh, like I haven't really been spending time um, yeah. with people that I should be or doing that I should ha- be doing. Mm-hmm. You think sitting next to each other in chapel or in class is enough, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know you gotta create space outside of class, outside of chapel to really just sit around and talk to each other. Yeah, that's definitely true. And, yeah, I really think that there's just, like, so many, you know, it kind of could sound, I guess, a bit overwhelming or intimidating, like, all these attributes of what a Proverbs 31 woman is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can ask myself, oh, like, how am I going to live up to all of that? And I think just kind of breaking it down, and God knows that it's a journey oh, to yeah. get to that yeah. place, and that's called, you know, sanctification. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know of growing yeah, growing yeah. in our holiness and and our character to reflect christ and who he is so i think kind of making it simple and not being too harsh on ourselves and just kind of taking small steps of growing in our attributes of what a power 31 woman is mm-hmm. is useful yeah and um i think yeah, just taking it one step at a time is yeah. all we that we really can do. Yeah, I think also it's like, you know, Proverbs 31 woman isn't the goal. It isn't the finish line. Um, you know, the journey is what matters. Like, you know, those things that you may fail, you learn from it. You know, the lessons that you learn, those, those, those are the moments that matter when, in, you know, going in your journey of biblical femininity and, you know, striving to be a Proverbs 31 woman it's a beautiful thing to striving to want to be um but just know like the journey being with God is the most beautiful thing yeah to just spend time with God that's true yeah it's not like the destination or the end goal or the end goal so to speak it's the journey in the midst of that Mm -hmm. but um thank you Summer for taking the time to be my guest for my first episode fearless biblical femininity and that concludes the episode so thank you all for listening and i'll see you all in the next one